Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Tasha Cowan. Tasha is the Director of Internal Communications and Knowledge Management at American Express Travel. In this episode, we talk about leaning on colleagues from across the world to help localize messaging and positioning, and how a new internet enabled a more responsive form of employee engagement. In just a few moments, you'll hear Tasha talk about how her team works to identify and partner with associates from across the Amex travel network to provide feedback on corporate messaging. These trusted colleagues help to translate the messaging, not only in language, but also to help translate the messaging so that it lands culturally on a local level. I love this. The process that Tasha and her team employs for this builds trust. It includes people in the process. It empowers colleagues. It develops new skills. And it shortens the feedback loop. In my day job, I think a lot about how businesses use audio as a communications and engagement strategy. And one of my top recommendations to companies that are thinking about employing audio is to steal a page from Tasha's book. Can you activate and include your colleagues in the podcast creation process? Can you get their feedback on what they'd like to learn more about? Can you include their voices in the content, either as hosts of the show or as guests? Podcasts scale uniquely across multinational organizations. For example, it's an on-demand medium, and so people can listen to it on their own time. But importantly, and this is pretty obvious when you think about it, but there's no visual element to the content. Speaking on camera is hard and not everyone is comfortable with it. I think this is especially pronounced when you're speaking in a non-native language. When you're creating a podcast, it feels like a conversation. You can relax a little bit more without a hot light shining in your eyes. And because it's not a live piece of content, the speakers can take the time, do multiple takes, and in post-production, everything can get tightened up seamlessly. Fenley is an audio platform for business, and we believe that your audio content should live with security and privacy in the flow of your work. With Venly, you can seamlessly share your company audio content to your existing channels of communication, like Slack or an intranet like Jive, with security and privacy all through the click of a button. The players are custom branded as your organization, and you get full listener insights on every piece of published content. Are you curious about how audio might play a role in how you engage colleagues from across the world? Email me directly at brian at venly.co. That's brian, B-R-I-A-N, at venly, V-E-N-N-L-Y, dot C-O. And now, the fascinating Tasha Cowan. Hi, Tasha. Hi, Brian. Tasha Cowan is currently the Director of Internal Communications and Knowledge Management for American Express Travel. In her role, she leads a team focused on connecting and engaging American Express Travel employees globally and ensuring they have the information needed to succeed in their roles. Tasha began her career at NBC Universal, where she partnered with colleagues across the NBCU brand portfolio to deliver innovative internal communications to employees. She also spent several years at Columbia Business School as the Senior Associate Director of Internal Communications, overseeing the internal rollout and marketing of the business school's new brand positioning. Tasha is a passionate traveler who's been to almost 50 countries across six continents. When she is not traveling, she's likely either writing about travel or planning her next trip. Tasha, thanks again for being with me. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So I think most people listening are familiar with American Express and even more specifically American Express Travel. But can you please help define the group that you're a part of? How many consultants are you communicating with across the world? Yes, absolutely. So American Express Travel is a division of American Express. And our purpose in American Express Travel is to make card membership come to life through personalized travel and lifestyle experiences. 
So what this means is that we do anything to do with trip planning, booking flights, hotels, restaurant reservations, concert tickets, cruises, tours, and more. Uh, we also provide services for broader travel experiences. So if you have a big bucket list trip that you've been planning for years and you need end-to-end -end support, we do that too for American Express card members. Uh, and then in terms of our structure, we have more than 5,000 travel and lifestyle consultants across more than 20 countries around the world. And pre-pandemic, our consultants were located in both call center office environments and they worked from home virtually. So we did have a very large virtual employee population who we were communicating to even before this pandemic. So you just mentioned over 20 countries across the world. Mm -hmm. Communicating in local language is critically important. Is there a process that you go through to localize the message? Are there some best practices that you've developed? Communicating in local language is extremely important. I have learned uh, in my, my several years at American Express Travel and I would also say local positioning is really important. So some sentences may be interpreted one way in one country and in a completely different way in another country. So local and cultural nuances are really critical to keep in mind as well. In terms of our process, so our process to localize a message is to leverage local colleagues in these countries. And they're not technically part of our internal communications team, but they are a crucial part of our internal communications ecosystem. So these colleagues have a range of other day-to-day um, -day BAU roles, but they also take the time to review messaging and translations, and they help us adapt as needed. So going back to that local nuance, they help us to reposition what it is that we're trying to get across uh, and they also serve as local influencers in a way because they're helping to drive messaging at the local level. And then in terms of best practices, so a best practice that we've developed is to leverage this local support and formalize it in a way that feels mutually beneficial to both the internal communications team and the colleagues, these local colleagues who are part of our ecosystem. So typically, these colleagues are usually interested in communications and engagement. Um, perhaps they were doing it unofficially before, or they have a knack for communicating. And so we help to give them any relevant training. And um, that includes how to use our content management system, how to navigate our intranet, how to write in plain language for our broader American Express travel employee population, how to do graphic design, and more. So this is something that we started to do in the last few years, and we've seen really fantastic results and feedback from this. The colleagues who are, you know, the colleagues who are a part of this process are excited to be a part of the process, and they bring insights that we, we absolutely could not have gotten otherwise, and they strengthen our feedback loop overall. So we, we understand earlier on what's resonating, what's working or what could work versus what will not work. Uh, so it's been a really great qualitative component um, that really complements the quantitative data that we also leverage with our internal communications. There are 5,000 plus employees across your network. How are you identifying these influencers 
what does the process look like where someone might raise their hand and say, yes, I'd like to take on this extra work in communications, get this training. Is there a process that you go through to identify those individuals? Yes, we start with local leadership first to get their buy-in and their participation. That is really, uh, really an important first step. And we help the local leadership to see the benefits of working with these local colleagues, what success looks like, uh, what the broader internal communications ecosystem looks like, and really ensuring that the leaders feel comfortable with what we're doing. And then we get a sense from them in terms of who we can partner with moving forward. So as I mentioned, oftentimes the people who get involved are people who were sort of unofficially doing communications in some capacity as part of their role or they have a knack for communicating, or they've expressed interest in career conversations. And so these local leaders know more than, than we do, than the internal communications team does, who would be really great to be a part of this process and to get this training. And so once we understand who we can partner with, we start to engage with these local colleagues. And as I mentioned, it's very much a win-win situation. So the great thing about internal communications, about communications in general, is that communication skills will help you in any career, in any industry, in any job. And so the skills that we're helping them to enhance and to build up are skills they can take with them, regardless of the role they're in. The other piece I would say that is really important in cultivating relationships with the people who are a part of this process is trust and making them a part of the partnership and development of the work we do. So we don't necessarily go to them and say, here's what we're doing. We need you to do X, Y, and Z. We're not dictating. We're really using it and using this opportunity as a way to collaborate, to say, listen, we're always trying to think of how we can improve our employee newsletter. We're always trying to think of how we can improve our employee intranet. And here are some of the ideas we're thinking of. Do you think this would resonate at the local level? And we will get feedback from them on that. And sometimes, you know, they will be very candid and say, this is not something that would really resonate. And we appreciate that. There are, I like to say there are no egos involved. It is truly a collaborative effort and we really value the honest feedback. So that trust and establishing that trust early on and then continuing to keep that going as we work together is just so, so important to making sure that we are effective in how we interact and partner with these local colleagues. In a really tactical way, though, is it, you know, focus groups, is it surveys, or is it more of an informal, like, hey, you know, you know, you send someone a Slack message, hey, can I get your POV on this one particular thing that I'm thinking through? Maybe it's all of the above. Yes, I was going to say it's D, all of the above. So we do uh, focus groups, and not just with these local colleagues, we do focus groups beyond them as well. But they're almost like internal communications insiders. So they get an early preview of things. Um, we, we do meet with them regularly, so we'll use those forums to say, here's what we're thinking, you know, what are your thoughts? If there's a certain market or region we're focusing on first, we might go directly to those colleagues first. Um, but it is definitely surveys, focus groups, the occasional ad hoc outreach to say, you know, just a quick 
gut check. What do you think of this? Um, so really a, a multi, a combination of, uh, of things that we do. You just mentioned your intranet uh, a second ago. I'll get you out on this question. Can we talk a little bit more about the intranet? When we connected offline, you mentioned that there's a global intranet, but then there are local intranets. Yeah. Feels like a lot to manage. How do they play off of each other? What do you play a role in seeding content and moderating the local intranets? These are presumably happening in local languages. Insight do you have into the day-to-day activity of the content happening on a localized level? Yes, it is. Uh, I like to call it our American Express travel intranet network, if you will. So to give a bit of background, a few years ago, we had a very static intranet site. Uh, It was just one site, no data whatsoever at all, uh, which is a very big struggle, particularly for internal communicators, because we do often sometimes struggle to find tangible data, particularly quantitative data. So to have an intranet site with no data was very challenging. There were no collaborative or interactive features at the time. We could not segment by audience. So it was a one-way communications platform where we really could not be nearly as effective as we wanted to be. So when the company adopted a new intranet platform with collaboration tools and much more interactivity, American Express Travel really embraced all of these new features and we leveraged the features to do what we have always wanted to do, which was to give people a global space to come together as 20 plus countries around the world, but also create local communities for our employees to interact with each other virtually. So I mentioned earlier that we had a large virtual employee population pre-pandemic. So being able to interact and connect with one another online has always been important to us. And the fact that we set up this network of one global intranet site and, you know, 20 local uh, subsites, the fact that we had this set up in place It felt like when we had to all move to a completely virtual environment, the transition from an internal communications perspective was pretty seamless for us. You know, if anything, we were able to lean into the work that we had already started with our global and local intranets and gain traction much more quickly than we would have if not for the fact that now everyone was connecting virtually. In terms of how they play off of each other, We do have a pretty intricate tagging and filtering process in the background, and we've fine-tuned this over the years, uh, and it allows us to push both relevant global and local news and information to our employees wherever they're located. So if if a colleague is located in the UK and they go on their local UK intranet site for American Express Travel, they're getting both the local and global news that is relevant to them delivered directly to them. And we did this intentionally because we wanted to make it as easy as possible for our employees to get the information they need. You know, I mentioned earlier, we have more than 5,000 travel and lifestyle consultants who book all types of travel for our card members, and they don't have much time off the phones. And so we are constantly thinking about how can we make their ability to get the information they need as easy and seamless as possible. And we know that if we push content to them that is not easy to digest, we lose our audience. 
So this is a reason in, in which we've set it up the way that we have. Um, and then in terms of seeding the content, we do work with these local colleagues who I spoke about earlier. They're again, a very big part of our internal communications ecosystem, and they play a role in moderating these local sites with our support. And so this is just another reason why these local colleagues are so critical to how we communicate every day to American Express travel employees. I'm joined today by Tasha Cowan. Thank you so much for being with me today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Brian. Great to speak with you.